grab a hot drink and turn up the volume. It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia. Once a month, Kyle heads over to Forteza Coffee for a chat with coffee aficionado Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! This is Kyle Hyman. Welcome to Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia. Having some coffee, sitting down at Forteza, catching up with Sister Ignatia. How have things been going? Going pretty well, you know? I mean, life is good. Uh Students are off to their summer adventures, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Every every time we come here, I'm wearing my habit. This is my my, uh, self-imposed uniform. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. I kind of got jealous of people like yourself, (laughs) religious sisters, priests, wear the same thing every day. It just makes life so much easier. Yeah. It's kind of nice. So I just got myself some blue pants and a blue shirt. I wear the same thing every day. But mine, mine calls a little less attention to me. When I sit down at the, the coffee shop, nobody's like, hey, look at that guy. He's all dressed in blue. <laughs> Nobody really thinks much of it. But I think you're like a pilot or something. But, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you uh, might draw a little bit more attention. Do you feel like people are, are looking at you? Yeah, I can notice it. But uh, other times, I, yeah, you just kind of like assume. Uh-huh. Like if I see somebody staring at me or like they want to ask a question, I'm like... I get it. If I was in your place and I saw me walking around, like I'd probably stare at me too. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not t- terribly surprising. Which I think begs the question: Why do sisters wear religious habits that do kind of call attention to yourself? Right. Like it sets you apart. This isn't like you. You don't go to the mall and see clothes that look like yours. No. <laughs> Quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> it's first. It's a sign to me, and then it's a sign to other people. So like. I put it on and there's prayers with it and we can get into that if you want to. Like as I put on each piece of the habit and it's to remind me about my consecration, my relationship to Jesus and like who I am. So then I can, I start my day living from my identity really. And then, then I walk around and people notice I look different. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the very least they either think I look different or they think, Oh, like, I've had somebody like ask, do you believe in like God and stuff? I'm like, yes, <laughs> I do. <Yeah. laughs> so at the very least, someone's thinking of Go God. Going out on a limb here. Yeah. <laughs> you look like somebody that might believe in God. <laughs> so great. <laughs> uh, that's the point. Even if somebody doesn't say anything to me, maybe for a second, they've, their mind was lifted to God for a moment. And then also they know like in the same way that you'd approach somebody else, in like a police officer's uniform or something like, you mm-hmm. know, like, Oh, if I'm in trouble, like that person's going to help me. Right. And so right. somebody might see me and they could say, I have this question or I want prayer or all these things. And like this person, they would talk to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons, but those are a few of them. Yeah. I mean, definitely this goes back hundreds of years. Oh, Does yeah. this go back even longer than that? Like what I what would say so. I don't know exactly the beginning of it. Exactly. Some of the elements, like covering of the hair and that sort of thing. Okay. I mean, that was medieval and perhaps even before, like a married woman would cover her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but each of the pieces, I'm not entirely certain. They have roots back back in the day. <laughs> okay. So you mentioned different pieces yeah. and that there's different prayers as you put them mm-hmm. on. What are the components of your habit? And is that different from other religious orders? Yeah. Or is there I kind think- of a standard... I think there's a few standard. Um, some habits are a little more intricate than ours. So the basic pieces, I think, are true for a lot of habits. Not everybody, but for a lot of habits. Are a tunic, which is the dress-like 
garment that's mm-hmm. like the one piece and then over that is a scapular and then on our head is a veil and that's pretty much my entire habit is okay. those three pieces yeah and so scapular people might be familiar with a, a scapular that a lay person might wear right. of this kind of small little square mm-hmm. on a little cord or something like that a square in front and a square right. in the back which is like a miniature version right. of a religious order's scapular yours is what uh, like 10 feet long or something and it goes to the front and back oh yeah the right? whole Folded thing in half. yeah yeah like a, almost like a skinny poncho like a, a hole in the middle. Poncho. Yeah. Right? I guess so. Yeah. Flip it over your head. And it's uh it's meant to be I the way I've heard it explained is meant to kind of almost be like an apron that okay. um one, I'm supposed to remind her to like keep my soul clean and also that I like I'm in the service of, of God and the church and uh our for our lady's protection. Uh-huh. Kind of like all those things. And then your habit in particular is brown. Yes. And then a black veil. Right. And brown, I, I kind of usually associate with Franciscans, mm-hmm. although that varies a little bit. Like CFRs are gray, yeah. and stuff like that. What about the the black habit or the, or the black veil? Because that kind of changes throughout right. your journey. Yeah, and like traditionally, when a when a sister first becomes a sister, she's a novice and she doesn't take vows. Uh-huh. So the white kind of symbolizes that like newness of the bride. And so she does brown. She wears a brown habit, habit and, and a, a white, white veil. veil. Yeah. Okay. And then once a sister takes vows, then she receives a black veil. So okay. the black, similar to like a priest wearing black, the black is a representative of, of the dying to self. Mm. So the dying to self is in the vows. Like through these vows, I've chosen to live for Jesus and to die to self in union with him. So like the black is kind of that symbol. Mm-hmm. And then you mentioned prayers that you say as you put on yeah. the different pieces. Mm-hmm. What are those? So the tunic, the prayer is similar to, it remi- remembers the, um, uh, when the bridegroom comes um, to put on like the, the bridal garment. And now that I'm on the spot, I can't really think of it at, word for word, but that's the idea. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like, yeah, clothe me, O Lord, with a garment of salvation and that I might meet you. And then the scapular is, uh, you have said your yoke is easy and your burden light, mm. so that I may carry your cross. Grant me the grace so that I may carry your cross. And then the veil is to remind us of our primary relationship with Jesus. So my bridegroom has placed a veil upon my head that I may not consider a friendship other than his own. So yeah, again, reminding me of the primacy of Jesus in my life. And that's mm-hmm. like the first thing. So in some ways... There's kind of this standard that you can tell when somebody's a religious sister because right. th- th- there's a, a similarity between habits. Yeah. But also there's a difference. But oh, yeah. Your, Dominicans look completely different mm-hmm. than Franciscans. And why, I guess, why the similarities and why the differences? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. The similarities, I think probably because the habits developed started probably becoming more uniform. <laughs> uniform. <laughs> probably around a similar time, you know, just like, I don't know if it would have been like medieval or time or something like that. So yeah, like developed from probably common clothing, okay. you know, but then yeah, the differences, why that is, I'm not entirely sure, uh, aside from like a style kind of thing mm-hmm. and time like areas. Probably the colors mean different things. Like yeah. there'll be some like Marian orders that have blue yes. or... Things like that. Yeah. And even like I've been asked if I'm a Carmelite many times uh-huh. because of the brown. So like the brown scapular, Carmelites wear brown. 
And Franciscans, yeah, they wear a lot of different colors. So there's Franciscans that wear brown. And it was primarily just like whatever color the undyed wool was in your region okay. was what the color was. Huh. Yeah. Like our orders kind of connected through the OFMs and they're brown. So we wear brown. So like you said, CFRs and conventionals, they wear gray. So it was kind of said like the conventionals are a split off from OFMs. Gets confusing, <laughs> I know. But, um, so yeah. many Franciscan orders. And I guess the sheep were more gray, I suppose. So huh. then like undyed, the cheapest wool was gray. Yeah. You mentioned last time talking about mm-hmm. St. Teresa of Calcutta, Mother yeah, Teresa. Yeah. And she's got kind of... yeah. People might not recognize it, but as soon as you see it, you recognize this white with blue stripes. Yep. In fact, my parents have some plates that are white, and they have these blue stripes around the edge. That's it, cute. Yeah, it looks just like the, <laughs> the uh, Sisters of Charity. Trademark, yeah. And I, I think I had heard a story that was like the cheapest fabric that she could find, yeah. and that yeah. was the pattern, and they made these habits, and then that yeah. became kind of the standard. Well, and she even said, like, I want to be a... It wasn't a habit until she made it a habit. Like yeah. it was just the the common garb of the Indian people. She said, "Like I want to become Indian." Mm. Like that's what she felt like her call was from God to like be Indian with the Indian people. So she wore the traditional garb of the women in India. Yeah. So now we see it and we're like, "Oh, that's the habit of the missionaries of charity." But like, so it kind of developed into that, which is yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Well, as we talk about the, how different religious orders dress, also. I guess it kind of points to the fact that different religious orders have different purposes and charisms. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that and maybe what the the Franciscan order that you're with, the the charism is? Yeah, with the charism of like metanoia, of continuous conversion, and also our charism of poverty, always trying to have like a very simple way of dressing. Um, Mm -hmm. And also like having an earthen color is very like pointing back to the the menore or the humility that Francis, I think, was striving for. Uh Um, Yeah, so then, like, other orders, like the Sisters of Life, for example, like, they're wearing, like, white and blue Mm -hmm. to kind of symbolize one Our Lady, but also, and also, like, just, like, this, the joy that life is. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, so they, like, keep white on their veil for that reason to, like, maintain that. But as far as different orders having different missions and... yeah. Maybe even, would you call them like rules or, or va- even vows? Yeah. Would the vows change from um, order to order? Some take different vows. I mean, the okay. traditional ones, yeah, are probably chest and obedience. Some that are like cloister, like a vow of stability. Others take a vow to protect life. I think the little sisters of the poor take a vow for hospitality. So, yeah, the little sisters of the poor, like they, they treat the elderly. Their habits are very simple, I think, for that reason, too. The Dominicans wear white. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, but I think it's for the the brilliance of truth. Like that's why oh. they exist is to preach, preach okay. the truth. Yeah. And so, like with their clothes, even they're showing like the brilliance uh, that truth is clarity, truth mm-hmm. is beautiful. Kind of that reason. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, I love. There's always we always mention the pink sisters. I always love okay. it because like sister. Women come and they're like, yeah, brown isn't perhaps the most desirable thing to wear every day. But we're like, yeah, and there's like sisters that wear pink. Like, yeah. I mean, they're cloistered, <laughs> but it's to symbolize like the joy of the Holy Spirit. Like that's their charism is huh. to like symbolize the joy of the Holy Spirit. So they wear pink. Yeah. So similar to like Gaudete Sunday and like yeah. Guitar oh, okay. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's pink, like rose, you know. Uh-huh. So I don't know if that's kind of yeah. getting at. 
the question. Yeah. The the three vows that you said every mm -hmm. religious sister would take is poverty, chastity, obedience. Mm -hmm. Chastity, obedience makes sense. Poverty. How do you interpret that? Oh, I know that is an age old question. Everyone, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Reads it differently, regardless of what I say now, but I would encourage everyone to read Thomas Dubé's book, Blessed Are You Poor. Happy Are You Poor. Happy Are You Poor. Thank yes. you. Yes. It's amazing. So good. Um, and he would say, like, yeah, poverty is not dirt. Poverty is not destitution. And we all have a different way to live it. So, like, Mother Teresa and her mission was called Live with the People of India and to Serve the Poorest of the Poor. Mm -hmm. So there's a certain way that you kind of need to do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't be in a Skyrides hospital and, like, do that effectively. Mm -hmm. Our poverty is, we think of Franciscan poverty as like poverty of Jesus on the cross. Like he felt abandoned. He did not, he gave his own will to the father. So St. Francis would say, he who has his own will is still rich. Mm. Um, so to give over my own will and my practice of poverty is one, a symbol of that and also a union, union with Christ and also practicing if I can give up these little things then hopefully like when it's push comes to shove and I need to sacrifice my will I will do that right. um, yeah so we hold the practicality of it like holding all things in common um, so I have what I need to to live and to work and then all things that I do have aren't necessarily mine and if a sister someone in my community needs them then there for her too mm -hmm. um, and we share big things like yeah I, sh I don't own a house I don't own a car but mm -hmm. I I may borrow the car that we hold in common yeah 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 alright well another fascinating morning jolt with Sister Ignatia thank you so much for joining us yeah uh, thank you great. to Forteza for the coffee delicious and uh, right. look forward to the next time we get to chat yeah thanks Looking sister forward to it thank you Wake up!